guys? Welcome back to the show. This is the Rapid Fire episode with Hui Gomez. He is the lead software engineer at OpenNode, a Bitcoin payment processor with Lightning integration. Um, so in this episode, I ask Hui the standard set of Rapid Fire questions and then the word association questions at the end. If you want to hear more of an open uh, dialogue and discussion with Hui, then you can check out the further discussion episode uh, with him as well. That's it. Enjoy. <laughs> Okay, so this next section is a bunch of questions, one after the other. You can answer however long as you like. Um, you can say pass if you don't have any particular answer. And then at the end, we'll just do a couple word associations. You good to go? Yeah, sure. Let's go. All right. So what is money? How do you define money? I think money is the transfer of value and, and the storage of value over time. If you had to explain Bitcoin to your grandmother, elderly person, what would you say? Or what, what do you usually say? Bitcoin is uh, Bitcoin would be a way for you to save uh, money without being uh, subject to any anyone's regulation, anyone's laws or anyone's wills. It's just a way that you can save money, keep it there and use it when you want without being subject to any uh, externalities. What is the primary reason why Bitcoin is important or interesting to you? Uh, Bitcoin is revolutionizing uh, money, and for me to be involved into in the biggest wealth transfer that there ever existed, from going from regular fiat money to some, taking money away from the government, uh, that's what excites me uh, in doing Bitcoin. What does the sovereign individual mean to you? Sovereign individual is someone that can make their own decisions without being subject to any third party uh, externalities. The government, uh, their friends, their their family, they can make their own decisions and take those decisions to their fullest extent without being, you know, subject to anyone's wills. How long after you first heard of Bitcoin did you start learning more about it? And if you're comfortable saying purchase it? Well, maybe two years, I would say. What has been your most effective method of educating people about Bitcoin in conversation or more formally? I think the most, uh, it's, if you go about uh, explaining Bitcoin by explaining that if people keep their money in fiat in less than 20 years, half of that money will be technically gone. Uh, and there's a solution for that. That is a very convincing argument. And is that, have you used that argument on people before? Before Bitcoin? No, I mean, like, oh, have uh, you have you used Bitcoin, that argument yeah, successfully? Yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's very successful if you explain to people that they're keeping their life savings and they're planning to maybe in 10 years buy a house. And if you explain to them that actually in 10 years, a house is probably going to be 25% to 50% more expensive and all th those savings will be worth 25% less, then that's a very convincing argument for investment in general. But then if you pitch Bitcoin alongside with that, uh, I think that's a very convincing argument. Yeah. What movie or song is most related to Bitcoin, in your opinion? Um, recently in the Balticani Badger, Tatiana Moroz uh, sang uh, Bob Dylan's Master of War, and I think nice. that resonated a lot with people. So I would go nice. with that. Was that a song you were familiar with before? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I love Bob Dylan. Me too, man. All-time favorite. Um, 
further to that, any clip or rant from a movie that uh, is your favorite? From a movie? Oh, I love the, the, the classic Pulp Fiction scene. Uh, it has nothing to do with Bitcoin, but it's just a <laughs> classic that I love. Uh, can Bitcoin be stopped? If so, what is Bitcoin's biggest vulnerability? If not, why not? I think I'm not sure if Bitcoin can be stopped. I'm pretty sure it cannot. Um, but I think its biggest threat right now is if the government decides to go all out and do do its best effort to uh, eliminate it. I think they would have a decent chance at damaging it very, very much. So whether that is by being very strict and banning uh, in and out uh, in and off ramps uh, or even outlawing Bitcoin completely or doing full out uh, investing billions of dollars into mining and doing uh, selfish mining or just using mining to to completely disrupt the network. I think they would have a good chance of doing that. What was your most recent aha or level up in your understanding of Bitcoin? I think the Lightning Network uh, was what really uh, made me, you know, go deep into the rabbit hole because now I can I can use the command line to instantly send the payment in and out, settle instantly, one Satoshi. I think that was a real uh, a really aha moment for me because you know it really allows me to see practical effects of uh, this technology and how is how that is trustless and. Um, I don't need anyone's permission or I don't need to sign up for any service. I think, uh, yeah, that was it for me. And that actually makes me think of, I mean, I'm not, that actually makes me think of the uh, offer that was declined by OpenNode by, um, you know, Roger, Roger Beer. Beer. Yeah. For, because you're mentioning, because the narrative has been shifting lately to the use case of Bitcoin being for savings, right? But the Lightning Network is is obviously coming back and saying like, no, the narrative that it can be peer-to-peer payments is is, is going to, the Lightning Network is going to bring that back again. And uh, just wanted to let the listeners know that OpenNode uh, turned down, a, I think it was one and a quarter million dollar yeah. offer to, to accept, uh, to accept Bitcoin yeah. Cash on your uh, on your platform. Yeah, yeah, we did turn that down, and it just was the thing that made sense from from day one. Our mission was we're going to be a Bitcoin only company, and it, it makes sense for a lot of reasons. Uh, the first, the first, first and foremost, we don't want to accept scam coins, so we we want our users to know what they're getting into, and our merchants to not be accepting uh, currencies or cryptocurrencies that uh, will eventually jeopardize them because they're turned out to be illegal or they turn out to be, you know, uh, a security or something. So we want to keep that risk off from our users. We want to support the Bitcoin economy and the Bitcoin only. Uh, we're very pro Bitcoin only uh, and we like companies that are more and more starting to appear uh, that are also Bitcoin only. And lastly, because it doesn't make sense for you to make uh, turn Bitcoin into payments by ruining the, the properties that make it Bitcoin in the first place, right? Because right. you can easily make Bitcoin into payments by just making the blocks larger, but then you're take, uh, you're getting rid of the the center the central you're you're centralizing the network because you're not allowing everyone to run their own node, and if you decentralize the network, then you're losing all other properties of uh, being trustless and being you know and uh, making sure that. There's so many people following the rules that it's impossible to 
change the rules. So if you centralize the network, then you're also losing uh, the certainty that the rules won't change and the, that, that there will only be 21 million Bitcoin. So you're essentially getting rid of everything that makes Bitcoin what it is. So it's kind of a trade-off that doesn't make much sense to me personally. Yeah. It's difficult for me to comprehend why that narrative or approach uh, still persists. But anyways, I'm sure it'll time, time will take care of that. Um, what do you think will be Bitcoin's biggest impact on society? I think uh, a general a generational wealth transfer that will be very, very impactful. And I'm not sure the full extent uh, that that of the things that that will cause. Um, but also make uh, people think uh, and lower and lower their time preferences. Um, I think that will be a very good uh, thing that Bitcoin will cause for sure. When, if ever, do you think the first central bank will start adding Bitcoin to the reserves and will they exist in 20 years? I think they already did probably. I'm pretty sure that some bank in some country has already started stacking sats. Uh, if central banks it will exist in 20 years, I'm not exactly sure, but I think custodial solutions, uh, which would essentially be a kind of banks, uh, will exist at least for the next few years while we transition to this new system. And maybe uh, in the new system, there need there will be there will be the need for financial services. So lending and borrowing will. Uh, they are the basis of how we do trading uh, with human beings. So with the, the actual economy, even if you disregard the fiat part of it, um, needs lending and borrowing to happen. And that needs someone to um, build that infrastructure. So I think, yeah, some sort of banking system and lending and borrowing will exist uh, in the future. What's the biggest mistake you've made with Bitcoin? Uh, not buying early enough and not buying enough Bitcoin. <laughs> Almost always the answer. Or, or <laughs> sp spending too much early on. Um, yeah. How do you feel about Satoshi Nakamoto, Bitcoin's creator, being anonymous and the coins that he likely controls? Well, I think uh, if you were to, to, to sell those, it, will, it would already have. So the amount of wealth that is in those coins is already life-changing for anyone. Well, it's been life-changing, but it's now like he would be one of the richest people in the world. So if he didn't sell those now, if he didn't touch those until this moment, I, I'm pretty sure that he will never, that he will, he never will. It's very clear what the intent was and the fact that he stayed anonymous and no one know who he is, no one knows who he is. I think that just goes to show that this was very much an intentional thing. It was not left to chance. Yeah. What have you learned about yourself or how have you changed, if at all, as a result of learning about and interacting with Bitcoin? Yeah, I think the, the, the most dramatic shift was the way I think about money uh, and the way I look at the world and the way I look at especially my own personal savings and the, the, the things I actually spend my money on. And I'm very much more I'm much more conscious of the things that I do with the money that I have. Yeah. Have you ever purchased other coins? And if so, are you likely to do so again in the future? I have purchased other coins and it's fun. Be, it's funny, the thing, the coin that I was most excited about was uh, this coin called Nano. Uh, this was way back, well, not way back, but in the 2017 era. And I was very much misinformed about all the altcoins, but it's funny because Nano's, um, the, the, the value add of that coin is to be a trustless, 
uh, instant uh, settlement of currency and you can send microtransactions also. So I think Lightning completely, you know, substitutes Nano and obviously having a, a, a proper money being base of Lightning instead of a shit coin. Uh, it's just, you know, uh, exactly the thing that I want of Lightning. So, and I'm not planning and I'm not probably going to buy any other coin in the future. I was just unfortunately misinformed back then, but it, once you come to the Bitcoin side of things, it's very hard to think about buying any other coin. Yeah. Uh, what is your most controversial or contrarian view or opinion? If nothing on Bitcoin, any subject is fine. Well, I'm not sure if uh, what I referred to uh, earlier about the fees uh, that are probably going to go up and are probably going to get too expensive for the average person to spend money on chain. I'm not sure if that counts as an unpopular opinion, but I would go with that. I think that eventually fees will get uh, how, not out of hand, but it's just a uh, market demand for transacting on the base layer will be so much that um, the fees will have to go up and it will probably be unreasonable for most people to transact on the base chain. Yeah, I've given a little bit of thought to that and I I haven't gotten too far, but if it if it stands to reason that the base chain is going to be extremely valuable be, because of what it represents in terms of, you know, basically etching things in stone for the whole world forever sort of thing and also an ultimate settlement layer for all the different things that will be going on on top of it. Then it really seems like block space is going to be a tremendously valuable thing yeah. in the in the future. Yeah, block space block block, um, block space is going to be probably the as scarce as uh, Bitcoin itself, right? It it will be very hard to get, and it will be once you you got some block space, and once you got your UTXO confirmed, that will be a very valuable thing for you to have. And uh, I'm not sure if everyone will will. Eventually, there will be obviously uh, protocol improvements that allow for this block space to uh, serve more and more people. But I think it will always be something very, very valuable for you to have. And if it's that valuable, obviously, the price of getting that uh, valuable thing must go up and must uh, be accord be set accordingly to that to the value that you're getting. Yeah. Ballpark estimate for Bitcoin's price in five years. In five years? Well, I don't do price predictions, I'm sorry. Okay, do you have a morning <laughs> routine? If so, what is it? Well, I wake up, I read my email, uh, check Bitcoin's price. Uh, if it, It's mostly, that has been going away the longer, the longer I've been in Bitcoin, the more I disregard Bitcoin's price. Uh, but right now, it's, yeah, it's just catching up with the team since I'm in Portugal and the rest of the team is back in LA there. So, a bit of a time zone difference so it's mostly doing doing catch up and trying to uh catch people up while they're still awake in the other side of the world right uh how do you define success um personal personally success would be impacting at least uh, someone's life uh and i think uh, doing bitcoin right now is the uh, the most impactful thing that you could be doing, whether that is doing a podcast and teaching people or actually being a company working in the space and pitching other companies. I think that's the most impactful thing that you could be doing, uh, that anyone could be doing, really. Um, so, and I think success would be having that kind of impact, for sure. Most important or impactful book you've ever read? Uh, one book that, I, that really resonated with me was uh, Why We Sleep. 
I think it's by Matthew Walker or something. I'm not exactly sure, but the, the title is Why We Sleep. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure you could find it. And it's uh, a sleep scientist um, wrote a book about uh, exactly why uh, the human being or even uh, any species sleep and the impact that uh, lack of sleep or too much sleep has in your life. And it's very well written and it's very, it, it, ex it puts sleep into perspective and it turned, turns out to be a thing that it's actually very, very important um, that everyone knows that getting sleep is important. But uh, once you, you read that book, it will really put everything into perspective. So I would recommend that for everyone. Uh, where do you go to learn more about Bitcoin? Um, usually I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I read a lot of books and I'm on Twitter uh, more than I probably should. So th those are the three things that I personally use uh, a lot. What is one important action that uh, anyone can take today to up their game in your area of expertise or something that people can be doing to improve in this space? I think if they're if they're not important yet, uh, if they don't know enough about Bitcoin, they should start with the basics. Start with um, maybe the Bitcoin Standard by Saifedean or uh, the Mastering Bitcoin book. You should well, that is a little bit more technical, but if you're technically inclined, that's a great read. Uh, if you're not tech, if you're not informed about Bitcoin, the first thing you should do uh, is to learn about it. And once you're comfortable with it, then you certainly uh, shoot on, on some and go buy some and store it uh, in a cold wallet somewhere. And is there any question you'd like to see added to this list? Um, not that I can think of right now, but I for sure will let you know if I if something pops up in the future. Okay, so last part is a word association. I just say a word and you tell me the first thing that pops into your head. Okay. Satoshi Nakamoto. Money. Government. Lack of structure. <laughs> Hash rate. Finality. The individual. Sovereignty. Security. Bitcoin. <laughs> Ego. Ego is tricky. <laughs> Ego, I would say a lack of confidence. Nice. Greed. Demise of the human being. <laughs> Stack and sets. The way to go. Fiat currency. Sell it and buy Bitcoin. <laughs> guns. I don't have an opinion on guns. Open node. Bitcoin payments made easy. Altcoins. Sell them and buy Bitcoin also. Pizza. I love it. Socialism. No opinion on that. <laughs> Family. Gotta share it. Trump. Also no opinion on that. I'm a very <laughs> non-political person. <laughs> I'm Future. sorry. Bitcoin only, hyper-Bitcoinization. Libra. Um, probably a lot of very challenging future. Gold. Uh, it was good until Bitcoin came along. And finally, of course, Bitcoin. It's money uh, for the regular human being. Awesome. 
Rui, thank you so much for uh, giving me the time, man. I'm sure you got lots on your plate. Is there anything um, that you wanted to, to discuss or mention to anybody listening, destinations, anything like that? Well, I'm going to be going to the Lightning Conference uh, in Berlin uh, later in October. So if you see me there, just uh, come say what's up. I'm always down to talk Bitcoin and Lightning. Uh, and in general, uh, I have to pitch open notes. So if you if you have a company and you're looking for an easy way to accept Bitcoin payments, uh, just come talk to us. I'm sure we can work something out. And we're always looking to uh, onboard new businesses onto the Bitcoin economy. Awesome, man. Well, look, I, I really love the project. I love the work you guys are doing. I hope to actually be a, a open node user at some point in the not too distant nice. future. But good luck with the, all the I, I know you got I'm sure you got lots of stuff you want to do. And there's there's nothing but potential in this space. So good luck with all that and uh, speak to you maybe in six to 12 months and get an update from you. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Okay, brother. Take care of yourself. Bye. Take care. See ya.